Good morning, brothers and sisters, and welcome to home worship today. Are you excited for the Lord, for our Lord and Savior, Jesus, Yeshua? So today, we're going to get into the end times. Uh, if you have your Bibles today, brothers and sisters, turn to Matthew chapter 24. I'll lay the scene out. The disciples are talking to Jesus. And they want to know what it's going to be like in the end times. And this is what he says from verse 7. For nations will rise up against nations and kingdoms against kingdoms. And there will be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in various places. And all these things are the beginning of sorrows. Amen, brothers and sisters? Yes. We know that we're all having this pandemic right now. That's a pestilence, one of the things predicted here by Jesus. And now the next passage is in 2 Thessalonians, or chapter 1, reading from verse 3. We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is fitting, because your faith grows exceedingly. And the love of every one of you all abounds toward each other, so that we ourselves boast of you among the churches of God for your patience and faith and all the persecution and tribulation that you endure, which is manifested evidence of the righteous judgment of God, that you may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God. You see, brothers and sisters, we all need to be counted worthy to go to heaven, to be with our Lord and Savior. And what he points out here is two bullet points. One is they keep their faith going through tribulation. And that's what we're going through a tribulation now. It's a testing, right? A testing of your faith. And we have to put our love and faith in Jesus. And if you're here today and you're a Christian, you believe Jesus came from heaven, the only begotten son, incarnated in human form to die for your sins and mine. And you have repented of your sinful ways and received the Holy Spirit in you. Be of good cheer, brothers and sisters, because God is here to protect his Christians, his chosen. Amen? Amen. Yes. You don't have to worry about this pandemic or any other pestilence that the Lord is going to bring on the world because we are in the last generation. No one knows the hour of the day, but you can tell the season. You understand where we are. And Matthew, it tells us, if you knew when the robber was going to come into your house, you wouldn't get broken into, right? No one knows the day or the hour, but you can tell the season and you can tell that we're in the last days. Right? Jesus is coming for his church. 
And if you're part of his chosen, many are called or few are chosen. The many are called to everyone that goes to the altar or says the Lord's Prayer that they want Jesus to come in their heart. But the ones that are chosen are the ones that repent from their sinful ways, renew their mind from that carnal mind. And then God renews their mind completely and renews that stony heart into a pure flesh loving heart because Jesus is love. And if he's in your heart, you have that love. And that's the other bullet point that is here. As these Thessalonians, they had love for their neighbor. So brothers and sisters, when these earthquakes come that he predicts, all right, we've always had earthquakes, but these are going to be more serious earthquakes. Many lives are going to be taken by the pestilence. Yes, they are. And by earthquakes. And so when these things happen, the Christians have to rally together, all right? Help the ones of faith. The word says, especially the ones of faith, right? You have love in your heart. You're going to love your neighbor as yourself. And that's, no matter what their religion is, you're going to help them. Your neighbor's house gets taken out because of an earthquake and yours is not touched because you are a believer and have your trust in Jesus. And that can happen and it will happen. You're going to go next door and help these people with whatever needs you can. But anyone that's part of the house of God, you want to help first. Amen? Amen. You know, God doesn't want to lose any of his children. The word says that he will never forsake you. He will never leave you. But brothers and sisters, that means he will never leave you first. But if you turn your back on him, like the prodigal son or daughter, and as it says in Hebrews 10, 26, if you willfully sin after you receive the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sin. Well, brothers and sisters, the sacrifice was Jesus dying on the cross for you. And without that sacrifice, you can't make it to heaven. You cannot live in eternity without pain and suffering, without that sacrifice. True? That's right. So, if that's you, or many families are split up, Christian families in this day and age, why is Jesus coming? Because there's so much violence in the world, so much hatred in the world, so much immorality in the world, right? And so some of our sons and daughters, unfortunately, have got wrapped up into the world. They don't put their trust in Jesus anymore. They put their trust in themselves. And when these things happen, unfortunately, some of us are going to lose sons and daughters. It's sad. But... You know, let me read you in Matthew. Let's go back to Matthew. Reading from verse 45 through 51. Who then is the faithful and wise servant whom his master made ruler over his household 
to give them food in due season. Blessed is that servant whom his master, when he comes, will find so doing. Assuredly, I say to you that he will make him ruler over all his goods. But if that evil servant, servant is believer, brothers and sisters, we serve who? God or the devil? You can't serve both. But if that evil servant says in his heart, my master is delaying his coming. Jesus is, he's not coming right now. And begins to beat his fellow servant, have an evil heart. And to eat and drink with the drunkards. Mm. Get into perpetual sinning. The master of that servant will come on a day when he is not looking for him. And at an hour that he is not aware of. And will cut him in two and appoint his portion with the hypocrites. It's a hypocrite. That's someone who says, I'm a Christian, but they're not. Why? Because they're not serving God. They're not living for him. They're not obeying him. They're not worshiping him. Are you hearing? Do you know someone like that? Maybe a son or a daughter who you brought up in the church. They need to come back to the Lord, brothers and sisters. They need to follow Jesus and not think the Lord is slack in coming because he's going to have all these things happen. And it reads, And there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Where's that, brothers and sisters? That's hell. You see? So, God does not want to lose any of his children. Right? So talk to your children. Sometimes they won't listen to you. You know, Jesus, some of his brothers did not even believe in him. The word says a prophet is not a prophet in his own land. Sometimes your kids won't listen to you, even though you know what you're talking about. Right? Let them listen to this message and maybe, and pray that God opens their eyes, ears, heart, mind, and soul to the truth, to the word of God. And I recommend praying that every single night for your children, for your relatives. Yeah. Because he doesn't want to lose any of them. Just like the prodigal son, brothers and sisters. When he comes back, God will welcome them back if they've turned their back on him with open arms and angels will be celebrating in heaven. Amen? Amen. So be of good cheer, brothers and sisters. Things are going to happen. They have to happen before Jesus comes for his church. And he does not want to take his chosen and will not take his chosen before the church comes. He will protect you in all these pestilence coming, all the earthquakes, and it says famine also. All right? So be prepared in your heart, mind, and soul to meet Jesus, to be ready when he comes for his church. And you'll be protected up to that point. Guaranteed. Put your trust in Jesus. Amen? Amen. So I hope this enriched you. Lift your spirits. Do not worry about COVID-19 or any other pestilence. Are there earthquakes? The earthquakes do come. 
your house may get hit with an earthquake, but you will not suffer damage to your physical body. You will be protected. Unless what? Unless you think your Lord is slack and coming and you decide to get drunk with the drunkards or become an adulteress or an adulteress. Remember Hebrews 10, 26. If they willfully sin after they receive the knowledge of the truth, they no longer remains a sacrifice for sin. That's going back and sinning the way you did before you were saved. Don't do it. And if you have, repent. Ask God to change your heart and mind and fill you up with the Holy Spirit. But know this, that if you have got into that perpetual sinning, it's not an easy fix. It's not a microwave. You don't just say a prayer and God just fills you with that Holy Spirit. You have to seek Him with changes, proper changes in your life to get back into the kingdom of heaven. If you do that and give Him 100% and don't hold back that one sin that you like to do, He will receive you and angels will be celebrating in heaven. Amen? Amen. So, brothers and sisters, I pray that God keeps evil from us throughout the week and leads us out of temptation and blesses you with all your needs and wants and desires. And his will be done, not mine. In Jesus' name, I pray this. Amen.